0: <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Hazza wazza wizzy Welcome back to Monster Crazy, your favorite, your only uh monster crazy podcast, episode three, the first and only episode three of the first and only only monster podcast that is also crazy um i am i'm uh i'm your number one host cameron and with me is your other number one host
1: kai that's right we're both number one put it together we're number two like a stinky poo
0: yuck Ugh. i don't want to think about that that's just nasty this is called monster crazy not monster nasty
1: you don't want to think about that why because it scares you well let me tell you we're about to talk about something a little bit scarier than a stinky poop, Cameron.
0: No, that can't be true. Yep, that's oh, right. But, but hark, what is that
1: creature in the sky? <laughs> ah, that's right. It's none other than a snallygaster.
0: Yes. Today we're talking about the snallygaster, a, uh, a cryptid um, from Maryland.
1: Yep, Frederick County, Maryland. Um it is a... I'll, I'll, let's start off with a with a physical description here. So what sure. the Snallygaster is, essentially, is a bird-reptile chimera um, that uh, has a... It's, it's like, you know, dragon-esque, but also bird-esque. Kind of like mm-hmm. Ho-Oh, the Pokemon, except with some eldritch twists. It's got one eye, like a cyclops, in its forehead. It has a long, sharp, metallic beak. Um, and then most strange of all cameron what's its strangest attribute in your opinion
0: i would say the tentacles that it is somehow sometimes um reputed to have uh also i really liked a lot of comparisons for the single eye people said it's a it's a single eye like a like a locomotive like a train and i think that's that's super cool
1: they also, um, the reports of its cries were also compared to that of the, the scream of a locom- locomotive whistle. Um, very cool. Honestly, to me, it is, yeah. it brings up images of, um, metal Ridley from,
0: uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah from, uh, yeah. from whatever. Also mm-hmm. like a train, it supposedly drank blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sucked the blood of its victims. Apparently. Um, no, but uh physical description wise or like appearance wise this is a very very fun cryptid to me. I think you know anything any any cryptid that that dares to go beyond you know I saw a frogman, I saw a dog man, I saw a bear man, I saw a turtle man and going to like I saw a bird dragon is super sick to me because um yeah, I feel like a lot of cryptids just kind of fall into the category of like animal man um mm-hmm. Yeah, or, or big Little guy. weird man. Yeah. Different sizes of guy is Yeah, a, but this one was just yeah. a a dragon in Maryland. It's all um, over the place. And and also the some goofier so we'll get into the history of why this is uh but some goofier attributes that were um described on it. Also it in, in some appearances it was described as wearing water wings and riding a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> just like a train. Just um, like a train, and just like a <laughs> snallygaster. Now that I think yeah, about it.
1: it, that's very snallygaster esque. Yeah, um,
0: Snallygastrian.
1: Yes, yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Um, but this is uh, this is an interesting cryptid, in my opinion. Uh, first of all, just because I think all depictions of it look pretty cool. I mean, it's yeah. it's a cool, freaky monster. Also. Um, reports of its size, just so that you have a general idea. I mean, it is—it's dragon-like. People were saying it has like a wingspan of 14 feet, but I mean, obviously those accounts varied. Um, I'm sure some people were like, "It was the size of God." Yeah. Um, but it—what I was seeing is it's the—the the impression I got was just dra- dragon-sized, small, yeah. small to mid-sized dragon.
0: Yeah, I would say f- 14 foot wingspan, dragon-wise, is probably pretty small yeah in okay, my imagination yeah. at least wyvern but, sized yeah wyvern. Um,
1: yeah i guess should we should we start digging into the history of this yeah of might stanley as well
0: gaster? yeah
1: well um i guess i'll start off it it um the stanley gaster started um as an as a probably not urban as a as a Rural, or who knows where it was from, some kind of legend in Germany in the 1730s. That's the first recorded accounts of people talking about the Schnelle Gaster, but they didn't call it that because they were German. They called it, it the, Sch- the geist
0: A quick correct: it wasn't in. It was the German immigrants in Frederick County, Maryland, that brought like the myth with them, and they, they the Schnellergeist sightings were in the 1730s in Maryland.
1: Was there a Maryland Maryland in the
0: 1730s? Well, I think it's the area that, that okay. Maryland a- was, yeah. The
1: area that would become
0: Maryland. Yeah. Um, or maybe okay. there was a Maryland in the 70s. 30s. I don't know shit about history.
1: Well, regardless... But it, um, it was the German-
0: immigrants that, that came there, yeah.
1: Yeah, immigrants that came there, and um, they... Uh, Schnellegeist, for those who are not fluent German speakers, is uh, swift ghost, or quick ghost. Um, and that you know, these immigrants reported being terrorized by this monster. It would do standard cryptid stuff like kill their livestock and take their children away from them. Yeah. Um, drink
0: blood. Drink, um, blood. drink blood. Yeah.
1: Um, and then all mention of uh, the Snelligaster sort of oh the Schnellgeist sort of faded for a good while. Um it was a little bit lost of time, it seems, until um 1909, February and March of 1909, the Snallygaster. At that point, the it had the the lang the term for it had developed and be- become Americanized into Snallygaster. As people were like Schnellgeist, Schnellgeister, <laughs> Snallygaster, yeah,
0: and we all settled right. on
1: something that we could agree on. But um, a much more
0: beautiful word.
1: Yeah, it's a, it is a beautiful word, uh, but it. Uh, it resurfaced in February and March of 1909, um, as newspapers described encounter described encounters between local residents and a beast with enormous wings, a long-pointed bill, claws like steel hooks, and an eye in the set of its forehead, and a cry like a locomotive whistle. Um, and, uh, it, it, you know, the ball just kept rolling. These sightings built a great deal of pl- publicity, uh, to the point that it became national news, um yeah some interesting stuff happened with yeah. the national news Cameron do,
0: they do you did. Have any- i i do i do i I do know about the national news stuff that happened then I won't say it <laughs> no i will um so the Smithsonian institution actually like offered a award for people who could prove that the Snallygaster existed or bring in its hide or dead body which is is very cool that uh that they kind of entertained that I guess it was the the nineteen hundreds but I feel like like the early 1900s, but I feel like the Smithsonian, even at that point, could have had the wherewithal to be just been like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Is it, it's a, what are you talking about? You don't have a no case way. of Snally Gasters. Yeah. But also, even more interestingly, um, Theodore Roosevelt, of presidential fame, uh, actually was considering uh, putting off one of his safaris in Africa to personally try and hunt and kill the Snally Gaster <laughs> in Maryland. <laughs> Which I really wish that that had happened. That would have been, that would be a great thing to have to read in a textbook in sixth grade.
1: <laughs> it also would have been awesome if he succeeded, and that was part of the textbook.
0: Yeah, that's it, true. <laughs> that would be even more awesome. Maybe we'd be taking Snallygaster studies instead of social studies nowadays.
1: Okay, now that I can get into, um, but uh, alas, later it was later revealed to all be a big old hoax scooby-doo style by uh the middletown valley register um and their editors george c roderick and their reporter ralph s wolf and essentially um the reason that they were doing this is um actually there was a number of factors that led to it really blowing up and gaining credibility but the reason that they did it is they just wanted to get clicks and they're like "Huh? should we just tell everyone clicks yeah they're like should we just tell everyone in frederick County?'" That um, there's a dragon and that yeah. everyone is seeing
0: it. Um, I mean, honestly, way way better form of clickbait than like than like you, one one dermatology trick that will make your doctor try to kill you. So much cooler. I feel like oh, yeah. even even like you know, ten or fifteen years ago, we still had the clickbait stuff that was like, has science gone too far? And had like a totally. fucked up like half dog guy. But now that's all gone, and it's just like. Like, one weird
1: cl- fruit that will make you lose weight fast
0: yeah or like click here or your penis will clog forever <laughs> with your and then it has your full name in the ad <laughs>
1: um but this uh the, the middletown valley register they they did get their clicks um but on top of that uh, another factor that played into people really biting this snally gaster thing was 1909 well gee Alcohol certainly wasn't legal at that point, and um, there were stills in in the in the forests and mountains of northern Maryland that um, were being run by people um, who completely co opted the story to scare away revenue agents and to explain the sounds from their stills, which were like occasional explosions and the, the loud screeching of bending metal. So, I guess if you put yourself into the feet of someone in nineteen o nine Maryland, you're very stupid because it's nineteen o nine and everyone knows that you're stupid if it's you know from history um and you are told by the news that there's a dragon, and then you hear just yeah. <laughs> coming from the woods at night you know i i I get it like that's cool
0: um yeah, I would personally i would definitely postpone my African safari. If I if yeah, I heard totally. any of those noises, and I would be going into the woods. Hey, I wouldn't I wouldn't be carrying a a rifle or a, or any or a bow and arrow or anything like that. I'm going I'm going straight in with a knife. I'm gonna slit this thing's throat myself. I'm gonna ride it like a bucking bronco.
1: I would attempt to befriend it with a bucket of uh, blood.
0: Um. <laughs> That's true. It does like <laughs> blood. Oh, something I forgot to mention about the the 1730s era. Um, <laughs> the the early era snallygaster is it was believed, um, that you could keep it away by with the uh oh, seven yeah. pointed star, which I think mm-hmm. is called a heptagram, if I'm not mistaken. But so people would paint that on their barns and stuff. It's a cool. Uh, it shape. looks cool. Yeah, also, I mean, honestly, I would be painting on that on my barn even if it didn't keep snallygasters away. So, but I'm
1: especially doing it if it does. I mean, yeah. I. Um, but actually, uh, apparently in Frederick County, you can still see Barnes with that painted like this in the time, this Nally Gaster was big news. It was all the rage. Everyone, everyone knew about it and cared about it. Uh, also another character to bring into this T.C. Harbaugh, um, is, was the, the first person to publish his letter, um, to the, the, oh, the, the Midtown, the Middle The Middletown Valley, yeah, Middleton. I think it says Middletown. I don't know. I just guess. Okay, Middletown Valley Register. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, and he he posted this letter, um, and I looked into him a little bit, and he was an American poet of uh, no great note, and (laughs) died penniless. Um, But uh, apparently, he he was from frederick county and he wrote he wrote in from ohio um but he was from frederick county and told his tale of the snally gaster um maybe just trying to put frederick county on the map maybe he was bored who knows but that's that's what he did um and that's you know that's where the editor george roderick and the reporter ralph wolf decided to kind of just like
0: run with it yeah um can I out, I know this is kind of a, a digression but can I um outline my plan how I would hunt down the snallygaster and, and compromise it once and for all? Yeah, obviously. Okay, so I would go it lives it's like it lives on the mountains, right? There's probably yeah. probably in like a foresty area, I would assume. Of right? course. So, I would what I would do is I would I would uh I would paint the heptagram on every single tree in the forest except for the trees that are in a straight line that lead into a, a giant cardboard box with a big <laughs> stick propped up and a string tied to the stick. The snalligaster would see all the heptograms and get so terrified that it was forced to pedal its little bicycle and flail its water wings <laughs> down the path that I had left for it, at which point I would tug the string and capture it underneath a giant cardboard box, which, uh, if I'm allowed to make up lore, that's also its weakness, is cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> Another one of its weaknesses
1: um, is charm. Is that's it? how I, Yeah. Um that and that's how I would get it. The Stanley Gaster would swoop in to try to get me, and I would turn to him and be like, Hey, you seem cool <laughs> And it would go, uh and, and then I'd yeah. be like, Hey man, maybe we should hang out sometime. And he'd be like yeah. uh. And, uh, you know, it would pan out well, and I'd be friends with... I want to be friends with the Snallygaster more than killing it. It looks awesome. I would love to
0: have it as a mount. It would be a really really cool thing to ride. But speaking of weaknesses, it does actually have another weakness, um, which is actually documented in the newspaper in 1932, after it faded from the scene for a while uh, in the early 1900s. In 1932, a big Snallygaster, according to the uh, newspaper... It was flying over uh, a moonshiner's like, still or whatever, mm-hmm. and it, it loved the, the smell of the alcohol so much that it got drunk on the fumes, and it crashed into one of the barrels, and it drowned <laughs> inside yeah, and the, uh, in the moonshine.
1: That was November 1932, and then the report also stated that federal prohibition officers accidentally blew up the still before the carcass could be examined. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which is, I think, pretty cool. Um, It'd be cool if a dragon, like, exploded into something, and then your job is to get rid of that thing, and you don't notice that there's a a dragon in it. (laughs) You just disintegrate a dragon. Yeah. That happens Uh,
0: all the time. You know, like, if you ever notice, like, you know, when the, like, the TSA posts, like, they're, like, like... Or like the like the police department will post like off the streets this week, and it's like a bunch of weed and guns and stuff. But you usually notice there's like an airbrushed section in the picture where it's kind of blurred and you can't see anything. That's because it's there's a dragon egg, <laughs> <that they laughs> yeah. confiscated from from a, a trap house.
1: Oh, there was actually. Um, speaking of dragon eggs, yes, speak, I, let's uh,
0: speak of the egg.
1: Yeah they they found a snallygaster egg. Uh, well, actually, they thought that the original Snallygaster in 1909 must have uh, come from this uh, large egg reported a generation prior. Um, but when I was when we were looking through these news clippings, there was one that like I, I don't rem- I don't I didn't write it down, but they just like cited that like these new Snallygaster sightings couldn't be the same one because mm-hmm. or that they must be fake. Because according to scientists, this is it, in the article. They're like, according to scientists, a snallygaster egg takes tw- at least 25 years to hatch. <laughs> and I, I like how that was just like absolutely based on you nothing. You can
0: literally just say anything in the newspaper <laughs> yeah. back then. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter. The thing is, like, yeah, because then it's like fucking like, yeah, the people in this one town will read it. And then they'll believe for the rest of their lives that they're like, oh, a snallygaster egg takes 25 years to hatch. That's science. But like you, the next town over, you will go over there and ask them, like, "Oh, how long does a snallygaster egg take to hatch?" And they'll they'll put you in an asylum.
1: <laughs> how long does a snallygaster egg take to hatch is a really awesome sentence.
0: Yeah, but speaking of snallygaster egg, this is a oh, this is a good segue into um the snallygasters uh kind of rival Maryland cryptid, which I'll bring it back around to the egg. Don't worry, it's coming, but. The Snallygaster has a rival, which apparently it fought with a lot, and it's called the Dwayo, and it is a really big wolfman, essentially. That is so cool. Um, it's really cool. Uh, it was it was a bunch of sightings in the newspaper um, in the same area in Frederick County in uh, ni- about 1965, I think, and they... they their descriptions in the newspaper say it's like six feet tall with a bushy tail. Um, let's see, uh, the the rangy black beast has been sighted by a hunter. That's a cool. That should they should put that in a that's novel. That's a badass a sentence, yeah. sentence. But they have a they have a drawing of it in the um, in the newspaper. That's really cool. It's like a sketch. I'll 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 put that on on the Twitter. You'll like to see that. But so apparently the the Dwayo you know, for whatever reason, likes fighting the Snallygaster, <laughs> but it seems that what that they didn't just fight because I have a fun little tidbit for you here. This is I'm bringing it back to the egg because in 1973, uh, state police in Maryland uh, were searching Sykesville quote for a huge hairy monster described by residents as a cross between a Dwayo and a Snallygaster. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so apparently. According to lore, which I don't even know, I don't know what lore they're talking about. This is just what it said where I was reading it. According to lore, a Dwayo hatches from a Snallygaster egg and then, like, has human traits. So, they, like, so the the Dwayo comes, I don't know if that means that the Dwayo and the Snallygaster, like, you know, did it or if there's also a creature that like that is half Dwayo, half Snallygaster, like it's so confusing and makes no sense these two cryptids that fight i guess are also the same thing or are either brothers or lovers or both
1: <laughs> maybe they alternate generations where it's like snallygaster then Dwayo, then snall the the dogman leaves an egg or something yeah um it does beg the question which came first the snallygaster or the Dwayo? or the egg or the egg <laughs>
0: What <laughs> are the classic philosophical questions? Um, a fun fact about the Duello too uh, is that this was they, they made sure to mention this. It, ha- it left behind footprints that measured 13 and a half inches long and six inches wide. So if you were if wow. you needed a, a full fetish picture in your head of the dueo with his feet outstretched toward the camera and they're glistening with oil, that's good Intel for you. Dueo also I'm- killed a cow and a few dogs. <laughs> cool. Who do you yeah, think? But anyway. wh- who do
1: you think? Who do you think in in a fight? Who's winning, Snallygaster or Dwayo?
0: It's got to be Snallygaster, dude. It's a dragon.
1: Yeah. Also, I it mean, it can
0: fly, dude.
1: Yeah. If it starts to lose, it can just go away. That's um, true. <laughs> also, I think just large metal beak and shrieks like a train is already just telling me that that thing is that like Snallygaster is a fearsome fearsome yeah. thing.
0: I mean, hey, I'm sure. I'm sure back in, in oh, uh, 1965, back in the old days, I'm sure six feet was, was scary. Not <laughs> nowadays, pal. We're all 6'6 six, six now. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> wow. It's awesome that we've gotten bigger. Yeah. I could literally, I could, hey, I could, I could knock the duo out in one punch. I don't even care. Dude, I'd, walk, cri- up, I'd walk up with one of those long fucking uh, uh, wire uh, loop things that the dog catchers have, and I'd just swing them around. <laughs> I give him fleas. He's done for.
1: All the monsters from a long time ago, we don't realize it, but all of them are six inches tall. Yeah, Dra- they really <laughs> Dr- small. Dr- Dracula was six <laughs> inches tall. He lived in essentially like the Lord of the Rings like model castle. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, the, it, people have gotten bigger with age, and so have our
0: monsters. Definitely. Um, do you want to move on to, the, to our very exciting... Uh, discovery about Uh, this alternate word for snallygaster
1: yeah so uh, when when cameron and i were doing this research cameron was like what is a bovalopus and i was like what and we like if you look up in these in all these articles that you see about the snallygaster there's just always the word bovalopus ascribed to it also and we couldn't tell if it was another cryptid or an adjective for the snally like for the snally. like we couldn't figure out what it was yeah um and i was i got bothered enough by it that it was driving I, me
0: insane
1: <laughs> yeah it was driving me insane too because i'm used Cause to just like
0: yeah it it shows up on like, in like newspaper articles about the snalligaster and then you type in bovalopus into google search and nothing. literally nothing comes up except those newspaper articles like there's no information about it anywhere online i searched it out like obviously i'm not going to go like you know I'll do research for this podcast I'm not gonna go to like Fucking the library And like look through books To like cross reference this word And see if it's anywhere there I searched like Google Books And there's fucking It's just It doesn't exist It's crazy I felt like I discovered A conspiracy
1: Well What I did about it Is I reached out to Sarah Coop, Sarah Cooper Who is a Cryptozoologist Who opened The American Snallygaster Museum In Libertown, Maryland In 2021 With With this question And being a cryptozoologist, she was very eager to answer, answer any que- question I might have about the snallygaster. So I was like, "What is a bovalipus?" And she said, um, "Lol, bovalipus is just another made up name that um, the Middletown Valley Register made up for it." So our answer is just that, that they just while they were very yeah t- while they were talking about the snallygaster, they were like, "Let's also call it a bovalipus."
0: It's very anticlimactic. Um yeah. but I'm happy that we discovered that. The Bovel this is I do I have a, a newspaper snippet here that I wanna read. Um with the about the Bovalpus. It's probably my favorite newspaper snippet that I found. Um while doing this research this is like really fun i like like the fact that like this snippet and then reading this and then not being able to figure out what this meant was like literally it was like turning me into like the guy from like like the movie pie like i was going insane (laughs) for like a few minutes there but here it is hark ghostly bovalopus terrorizes mountain folk one-eyed monstrosity has wings like awnings screeches like locomotive something like a snallagestor. With the massacre of Thanksgiving fowl safely over for another year, the one-eyed bovalopus came out of his lair on Catoctin Mountain today, screeched like a locomotive, and attempted to show up the machine age by giving battle to an automobile. (laughs) That's so cool. It's crazy. That's insane. Attempted to show up the machine age. Beautiful.
1: I like that the Snallygaster sort of consistently has, like... Industrial era Element Like it has like um, It has like Train like elements Yeah It's like It's almost If you look at pictures of it You don't see it quite People didn't uh, Draw it quite like that But like You know sc- Screaming like a train whistle Having its eye like a train It has a metallic beak It's like It's sort of like this in- Industrial revolution Steampunk Dragon thing
0: Which yeah. is Like So cool it is. It is. Uh, I do really like that aspect of it. I think it's, I think one of the coolest, yeah, one of the coolest ways to like, you know, okay, obviously the Snallygaster wasn't like fully like designed, quote unquote, mm-hmm. but one of the coolest ways to like add theming to a monster if you're designing it is to not have something that's like overt like that, but like, yeah, you know, it's it just have this like kind of like vague quality where you're not going to see it in a picture of it really. Mm -hmm. But when you look at, when you're looking at its qualities from the outside and looking at the totality of it, it's like, oh, this is kind of just like a train dragon that's like, that flies. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, but yeah, you'd look at a picture and you're like, oh, it's actually a a bird dragon. Yeah, totally. It looks
1: like a bird dragon in pictures, but contextually it's, it's, it's more than that. Also on the note of like not actually designing it, I think it's really cool when, with, especially with cryptids and especially with cryptids that like don't have a lot of basis like i mean this this one we can we can ask at the end if we believe in the Bova, in the bovalipus, um the Snally gasser they're the same thing but um it's cool when the end result of of this sort of like group hysteria like comes like it, it's people's collective imaginations right and like Collectively, over time, as this thing mutates and this idea mutates, and people throw their own weird spins and flavors on it, we end up with this like really cool weird monster that no one in particular invented. Yeah, it just it
0: kind of just it, it it sprung from mm-hmm. from people's imaginations. It's like a yeah, it's like a, a manifestation, kind of in a very yeah. a very goofy way. It's very cool. Um. I, something also uh, about about the Snallygasser in particular being such a collective like imagining at least until it was you know like co-opted and like you know quote unquote hoaxified by the newspaper is mm-hmm. uh that people really couldn't figure out how to spell it <laughs> <laughs> no it's yeah. like spelled completely differently in every like even the same like you know these newspaper articles where it's the same guys like trying to pull the wool over people's eyes it's spelled like completely differently every time that they, <laughs> they write it like in this Bovelopus snippet it's spelled s-n-a-l-a-g-e-s-t-o-r a snallagestor and like yeah <laughs> from to go from schneller guys to like snalagast it's just such a crazy word but Believe it or not, so maybe it's a Snallygaster or a schnelligeist or a Snallygastor, but it is not a Snallygaster, which is a completely different cryptid.
1: (laughs) There's a different cryptid called a Snallygaster? There's a different
0: cryptid uh, called a Snallygaster that is uh, in Florida, and it's not similar at all. It's completely different. Oh my god. It's like a swamp uh, amphibian thing that eats human flesh. That thing sounds cool, too. It's pretty cool, but it's, yeah, very close uh, name, but completely different, so don't get those confused. I'll try not to. Uh,
1: bringing it back to our winged dragon friend, um, I'm going to just really quickly talk a little bit about the cultural implications of the Snallygaster and the the effect that it had on on things. So, in 2008, Patrick Boynton uh, published the only book that I can see about the Snallygaster, the... Um, that's just about it's called the history of the snally gaster um in uh 2017 jk rowling incorporates the snally gaster into her lore and stated that they are either male or female and only those things (laughs) um and then in 2018 a version of it appears in fallout 76 although if you look at that version it's incredibly disloyal to the folklore Mm -hmm. um and then in 2011... i well, say,
0: hey, to be fair, the rad roaches in Fallout are nothing like real-life rad roaches.
1: <laughs> That's true. Also, uh, the I've noticed that the vaults in real life are nothing like the vaults in Fallout. <laughs> um, in uh, 2011, um, there, an annual beer festival called Snallygaster uh, begins in D.C. and I think is probably still going... Actually, not sure about that because of COVID, but... It's maybe still going um, in 2012, a hard rock slash punk group from um, Baltimore is called is formed. And they're called the Snally Gasters. And then finally, as as far as I have in my notes, um, well, actually pen. penultimately um, in 2021, Sarah Cooper, cryptozoologist, opens the American Snally Gaster Museum in Liber- Liberty, Town, Maryland, Um and if you live anywhere near there, I'd recommend going there. It looks very cool. They bought a, a barn um, that has the the seven point oh, sigil on it. Yeah, that's um, pretty awesome. And also, um, they it seems like it's probably cool, but that's that's very new, which is awesome. And then I think the last probably like culturally significant piece of Snagglebaster media is this episode of Monster Crazy.
0: Yeah, which came out in twenty twenty two.
1: Yeah, which is twenty twenty two. Yeah. Um, so, kind of the yeah, leading Sort of like the of leading Snallygaster Yeah, w- number
0: one Number one Yeah um, No, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the of The, the Snallygaster And it would be my It would be my honor To meet it in righteous combat And it would be my honor To meet it in righteous friendship Dude, I'm working I'm working with the Dwayo I'm praying on the Snallygaster's downfall me and the Dwayo are gonna are gonna squat up and take him down,
1: dude. Cameron, wouldn't it be cool if we became if you became friends with the Dwayo and I became friends with the Snallygaster <laughs> and we had to have a, a fight?
0: That would be so cool. <laughs> they should make yeah. a movie about that. <laughs> they should call it Cameron and Kai. They should call it Cameron versus Kai, and, <laughs> and also their friends, Snallygaster versus Dwayo. <laughs> it's Cameron versus Kai. <laughs> yeah yeah it's like (laughs) like instead of like godzilla versus kong just like naming it after like the human characters
1: also we would play like just as significant in a role in in that movie as like the people in in godzilla versus kong yeah like just where it's like that movie was just monster like that was just godzilla versus kong and the people were just like there a little bit but that'd be awesome if it was named after those people
0: <laughs> if it had all of their names as the title man that would be so sick maybe we'd that get cool armor really too oh I would love armor
1: and armor is kind of themed like the thing that we're on yeah you I know? could
0: have wolf armor damn I could have, and like, could, the, the Berserk armor from Berserk.
1: I could have armor kind of themed like a train. <laughs> I be wearing a, but like, an armored, like a bird. Like an armored
0: conductor. No, dude, you'd have water wings and be on a oh, bicycle.
1: On top. of Wow. Yeah, actually, I'm cool with that because, actually, do you even think about the the balance that is required by being on a
0: bicycle on top of a flying monster? You wouldn't be on the monster.
1: <laughs> I would be on
0: the monster. No. Nice try. <laughs> Not happening. Um. All right. So, how are you feeling, uh, rating wise, for the Snallygaster here?
1: I think I would give the Snallygaster um, a a five and a half out of ten.
0: Loud locomotive shrieks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think I yeah I think I would I would go for probably six single eyes in the middle of one's forehead (laughs) out of 10 for my rating um because yeah i think it's i think it's a cool monster i don't think it's you know uh i do i think my favorite part of it is the like the weird like like train associations that don't actually have anything to do with anything but i think it's a very they're very fun yeah Um, yeah,
1: I mean, also, I think in 1909, cars, like, you know, for sure existed, but I don't think that they were nearly as common. So, I think trains were still, like, just more on the, like, people thought about trains more than they do now.
0: Yeah, um, I don't even want to weigh in on that shit, because I don't know anything about history at all. I don't even care, as far as I know. Hey, uh, 2008 Obama.
1: Hell yeah. Actually, Obama was elected in 2009, um, but <laughs> good try. <laughs> Um, I guess also, I suppose that even when we're doing cryptids, like, we're supposed to just be talking about the monster, but I feel like with a cryptid, it's, like, impossible to strip it away from the context, it's Yeah.
0: No, yeah, yeah. I just, I'm just saying that mostly because, like, hey, if I said anything really stupid in this episode, uh, I know. I don't know what I'm talking about, (laughs) except when it's really about monsters, so, um... Yeah. Oh, I have, I have one more uh, little Oh, I have tidbit. one more little thing, too. I forgot about. Y- you oh, do you your little ahead. thing. F-
1: okay, I'll do okay. mine first. <laughs>
0: okay, I'll do mine first. Okay, you do yours first. No, your wait. I'll, okay, okay.
1: I'll, I'll do mine first. Okay, you actually go.
0: Okay, so this is a comment from the Cryptids Wiki on the page for the Snallygaster. A comment from JIO773 from 2019 my cosan told stories of the snallygaster and said it looked like a possum and ate corn and inhabited cornfields so when i have seen this article i realized that my childhood was a lie <laughs> um
1: okay actually that i think that's a better note to end on than what i was even gonna say <laughs> okay. I, I think we, let's just end on that <laughs> all right bye everybody bye happy snallygasting happy happy bovalipus